Hey, what is up, guys? It's Sabnap here and Carl with another episode of The Banter Podcast. And we are here with our beautiful, spectacular, special guest, Joe Gatto. What's up, everybody? It's it's me, Carl, and Sabnap. Guys, you guys are too hard on yourself. You crushed that intro. <laughs> Did we? Did we do good? <laughs> uh, we were just talking right before we started. I love. I very specifically told Sabnap because Sabnap likes to be the main character. So I was oh, like, yeah. oh, dude, trust me. You you kill the intro. You do the intro. So now he has to be the one <laughs> to have to look every adult that we talk to in the face and do the intro. What I used to do when I was on Jokers, we had to do like promo stuff, right? And like uh, Sal was the only one that could remember like a lot of words. Like he had a great memory like that. So, yeah. And I was always high energy. So I would pretty, if you watch like every promo, like <laughs> Sal pretty much says the most. And then I would always say the last thing that's funny. Like I was the button man. <laughs> like we all had our role. So that's good. You guys, all friends have a role like that, I guess. <laughs> to, to talk about Joe Gatto, how I would describe him. He, he lives to make people laugh. He's a proud dad to kids and at Gatto Pups. And one of the two cool moms pod be kind. That's your own words. That's on because you said that to me once and I made that my Instagram profile bio. Oh, that's your Instagram <laughs> description as well. That's crazy. No, but if you were to if you were to explain yourself to somebody that doesn't know who you are, hit me with it. A little elevator pitch. We just walked into an elevator. Do you mean I have to explain myself to Sapnap because we've never met? Yeah, AKA actually, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Joe and Sapnap have never met each other. Joe couldn't believe he had to call another adult Sapnap before <laughs> we started the show. So now here he we also are. doesn't have his, like, we're doing this. We, the, the people who are listening don't see the video, but we're on video. But he's yeah. the only one who doesn't have his picture up. So it's like I'm talking to, like, a James Bond villain. All right, fine. Sapnap. I can turn it on. I can turn it on. Watch this. Yeah, pop it on. Pop Yo, it don't on. ruin it this for is... me. Then I'm, I'm I'm imagining you like petting a cat and like having a bald head and a scar. <laughs> I can make all that happen. To be clear, it's it's a it's literally an audio only podcast. We I just like to have the video on for me because I like to be able to whenever I'm it's more natural to talk to me. Like whenever I'm trying to have a conversation with your eyes closed. It's not natural. <laughs> it's not <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not talking anymore until Sabnap turns it on. Uh, my elevator pitch would be: I'm a, I'm a, a guy who loves to make people laugh and uh, is all about <laughs> kindness. You know, I'm a comedian. Um, I've been doing comedy for a long time. I'm best known for being on Impractical Jokers. Um, I'm a writer and director, and uh, now I tour doing stand-up comedy as well. So, that's awesome. That's awesome. You got to come to North Carolina on your tour. I heard that it's a really good spot for stand-up comedians. <laughs> I, I did. I did Raleigh. I was in Raleigh. What? Yeah, when did you, you do me. Raleigh? I was in Raleigh like two months ago. Dude, what the heck? This is why you literally... got to follow me. You know my Instagram bio by heart, but you don't follow me on Instagram. Do I not follow you? <laughs> this is awkward. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. No, no. To be fair, we're very intimate. I, I just texted. If you if somebody wanted to hack me, they would see my phone number in our DM conversations right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll copy it and then you could delete it for your own sanity. <laughs> How does it make you feel that I just typed Joe into Instagram and unfortunately somebody by the name of Joe Biden popped up ahead of you? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you know, what's so funny. It's like I, I meet because I do like, you know, I meet a bunch of fans all the time. And you know how it is, Carl. You know, like when you meet people and people have so. Sap, to be clear, Sapnap has no idea what it is. But go on. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, okay. he's in the shadows. He's behind. He's the man behind the man. Like he does the things behind the shadows. You know what it's like? Exactly. Um, but like you know when you meet people like my name is joe it couldn't be more like vanilla of a name right and then i meet all these people you know like jasmina and like (laughs) you know i even met an alfred the other day and i was like alfred that's my dad's name that's like you know alfred doesn't even you don't even hear alfred that much but when you meet you remember an alfred i was like i didn't even go by al or fred he went by alfred i was like that's really really 
Yeah. Yeah, my dad wants to go by Big Al, but we just, I can't do that. <laughs> you do the Carl, you do the Carl with a K, right? Yeah, I do do the Carl with a K. And it's, it's very good for me. And actually, this will be a good segue. I don't know if people notice, but my, my name actually does trend a considerable amount on Twitter. Here's the thing. When you click on it, a lot of it, yeah, is sometimes like my fans talking about stuff or like my community going on. And then there's a few tweets about people tweeting about Karl Marx that just banged. And that's really what pushed it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm, but but the, the Twitter gods always give me the credit and they always say, oh, like Carl trending under YouTubers and stuff. When in reality, part of it really is just Karl Marx. People talk about <laughs> Karl Marx. It's so awkward. <laughs> but I'll take the credit. Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll just like click Carl. Like for instance, right now it'll be people are pissed at me that I didn't tell them that I'm in New York right now. So it'll be like that, that, that. And then boom, Karl Marx blah 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 and i'm i don't i don't know about karl marx but so you had to you had to google karl marx did you just say that's i did yeah i didn't know who karl marx was no he didn't apparently he's a german philosopher critic of political act philosopher is a loose term (laughs) (laughs) all right i think he's pretty much the father of communism is he not oh he's the father of communism (laughs) you know sapnap's name uh his name trends on twitter when people uh misspell snapchat (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, my name my name trends the most because my name is like a weird name because the way Twitter Twitter trending works is it trend when something goes on trending it has to go like a big amount more than it usually goes and so Sabnap is such a it's just a unique name that usually it's like whatever it's like a very low thing compared to like a name like Carl or something so whenever I do do something it just it, like it, it trends really fast. Oh, that's good. Well, you got to use that power responsibly, my friend. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> And you know what? I've trended in a way where I didn't do it responsibly. And it's been well over a year since that happened, actually. I'm talking about one day. I almost remember the context. I know, actually, Sapnap was there. We were playing Bed Wars. I've never talked to Joe before. But (laughs) the idea popped up that I thought it would be funny to play Minecraft together. So under one of your tweets, while I was live, I was like, uh, I was like, guys, we're just going to raid him. We're just going to attack him and spam that he needs to play Minecraft with us. <laughs> and it was just the most bizarre thing that I've ever done. I usually do it to people like you. to, to the Because so I look at you as like a real human celebrity. You know what I mean? Whereas me and Sapnap are like internet humans. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, robot celebrities. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> So, so the way I looked at it, I was like, oh, he's never going to see this, but this will be like a funny thing to do with me and like my community. And we like spammed at you to, yeah. to do it. And you actually responded. You were the first time a, a celebrity, like an actual celebrity responded to me about the idea of playing Minecraft. Yeah, I'm pretty active on, I'm pretty active on, uh, on socials. I like to interact with my friends. Yeah, you do have a good social game. I'll say that. Yeah, I love doing it. It's fun. I mean, it's great. I I love jumping. I do everything. I I jump into TikTok lives and blow people's mind. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) They're like, this isn't you. And I'm like, yeah, it is. (laughs) Dude, I was watching your, I was watching your TikTok live. Was yesterday your birthday or was that the day before yesterday? Uh, Two days ago, yeah. Oh, two days ago? Happy, happy late birthday. I already said happy birthday, so I'm not a bad guy. You went live on your birthday. I don't even understand what was happening. I joined in. You were completely silent, eating a cracker. And you read one comment, and it was like, are you eating a cracker in prison? And you just go, why would I be eating in prison? 
and then you just keep eating the cracker. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, went on, I went live and I put on the Encanto soundtrack on vinyl and I had a hat and like glasses on and I was just like, hey guys, I just want to thank everybody for my birthday. And everybody just started talking to me and asking questions. And then I was just like, I was hungry. I was like, I'm just going to eat. I had I had gotten for my birthday an assortment of dried fruits, like this this big box of like weird dried, dried fruits. Dried mangoes are really good. They, they were real good. They were in that. But I had like apricots and dragon fruit. It was like kiwi. It was like all these, like everything, right? So I started jamming out and eating it. I was like, I started taste testing it live on TikTok Live. <laughs> <laughs> See, because I didn't know any of that context. The only thing I knew is that it was your birthday. Yeah. It, and I guess the Encanto soundtrack was over at this point because you're just <laughs> silently eating a cracker. <laughs> and then why on earth would I be eating a cracker in prison? We but you made it talk, sound we, like you were like pissed. We don't talk but about we, crackers. You know how it goes. It, I don't know why it was so funny to me. It, it was awesome. Sapnap, how do you, uh, how do you, got, how do you like know each other you and carl i don't know any anything about the two of you guys uh, well me and carl met each other through streaming carl joined uh i think did we meet because of the dream smp carl yeah yeah we start we started off by just like tweeting at each other and stuff and like just memeing about and then he joined the smp which is like the server with a bunch of other like minecraft youtubers and stuff yep, like that yep. and then that's how we became friends and we just got became better and better friends and better friends as time went on so the takeaway is here is that carl just uses twitter to meet people <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> honestly it works because here we are all three of us two people i've met on twitter one of which i have a podcast with and one of which is way too cool to be talking to us on that podcast <laughs> <laughs> So hey, talk talk all your trash you guys want, but here I am. It's well done. I salute you, my friend. That you you are uh, you've weaponized social media. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Joe, you have a YouTube channel. I do. You have two different series. One of which you kind of stopped. Did you stop the You Seem Cool? You Seem Cool. I put a pin in for a minute. Yeah. Um, not that there wasn't any. There. I, I I've re. I've gotten a lot of people that are that are cool um, that I like to put it in, but I, I kind of jumped in with this other um, series, which I really found that I really liked called Two Cool Moms. And it's a yeah. podcast I do with a comedian friend of mine, Steve Byrne. And basically we both have had really cool mothers growing up and we give good maternal, <laughs> we have good maternal instincts and give good motherly advice. <laughs> so we spend the first half of the podcast telling about stories about us growing up and stories about our mothers and reminiscing. And then the second half we take people's questions and give them, uh, you know, help them with their dilemmas. Um, and it's oh, been really awesome. fun. We just, you know, we just kind of started. I'm only 15 episodes in. I think I just released the 15th one yesterday. It's about, you know, it might like be more than minutes. us. That probably is more than us. <laughs> because we, we went through a dry spell for a second there. All right. We, we stopped uploading. Um, we stopped uploading for 137 days. It's not too long. You probably, do you have guests on your podcast? We don't for that reason. Yeah. That is so hard to do. I didn't realize how hard it is. And you seem cool. The other podcast that I did that you were on. So the other one is where I'd meet people on, on the internet who I thought were cool. And I just wanted to talk to them. And I was like, I would just send an email to them and be like, hey, I want to talk to you. And they would jump on. But that was like, <laughs> took some more scheduling. And you had to like, you know, get, and that was so much harder to schedule. And then, you know, we try to batch shoot them because my schedule is crazy, you know, so I only have a certain amount of time. Um, yeah, but with guests, they get it, really tough. Guests is is trouble. We do so because we're supposed to do two. We try to get to two episodes a week if possible, but we do one with a guest and then one just being Sapnap. And the it's just so hard to get a guest list. So we we stop for a minute and we're like, let's set a new found. We have to like stop, try to get like a foundation going, and like that'll be like season zero and let's start like a, a season one of mm -hmm. banter. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and we stopped and we worked with like talent agencies and then we were like dang we just have to do this <laughs> and so yeah that's kind of that's kind of just the consensus is we just have to like set that time aside and really figure it out yeah if you enjoy doing it do you guys like doing it i do uh, the podcasting part i love yeah yeah uh, the, the scheduling i'm just i'm like <laughs> it's, it's i think tough. i i'm 23 but i feel like i'm 17 and then just kept i was 17 part two 17 part three and I'm, i just feel like a non-actual adult when it comes to like adult type things like scheduling and figuring you'll, out you'll stuff learn, like no, that man. You know like 23 I mean? you're still you're still figuring it out and you know you got thrown into this whole thing a little bit too sapnap how old are you i'm 21 you're 21 so yeah, a little so bit younger guys, than carl yeah so like you're you're like what i like to call um you know younglings if you will in the yeah, old you're 20 world. you're 26 27 yeah i wish no i just turned 46 <laughs> i'm literally double your age if i think back where i was when i was 20 21 23 like i wasn't doing anything of note at all i didn't get on television until i was like 34 it was always just a hobby on the side like i was just doing improv in new york city when did you get into the like comedy in general I, in general i did it right after we formed our our comedy troupe the tenderloins in uh, 1999 and okay. we started uh, our first first show was march 4th 2020 and wow. then we just did comedy like on the side and you know we started we kind of were like an internet, our history is like an internet story as well. We got, you know, we got blown up on MySpace, YouTube, and um, we won an internet contest. And that's really what put us on the map. It was called You Seem Cool. And it was a, it was when all sketches were on the internet and people were trying to figure out how to put them on television. So the NBC yeah. had this contest called um, It's Your Show. Sorry. It's Your Show was the name of it. And I was, it was about to say You, you Seem Cool. That's mine. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, what it, I was thinking. I ripped, I ripped it. I, I copywritten. Um, so it was called it's your show and it was hosted by carson daly and it was basically like you know that show america's funniest home videos like where it was that with sketches and they would have people vote on who was the funniest sketch group blah blah blah. so they put out a bunch of like uh challenges they said okay you have to do a murder mystery sketch and you put it up and people would guess you know and vote on you and you'd win a thousand bucks if you won and so we were just doing it we kept crushing and we became like one of their best ones we won like ten one thousand dollar things that is crazy do you ever do you still have your first submission is that like public anywhere i don't think it's i don't think any of it's around anymore but but then for i think the one that we that one we won it with may still be around but we did uh so then they had okay we're gonna shoot a pilot for it they said the tv show the winner gets a hundred thousand dollars so Jesus we made Christ. the final three and we we did it and we ended up winning it <laughs> we won it, but the Fox didn't pick up the TV show. So they had <laughs> they to pay like, us. All right, yeah, you won the competition. <laughs> you won the competition, yeah. but they had to pay us legally. So they paid us for a failed pilot. We won the $100,000. <laughs> and it Holy never made God. air on television. <laughs> Oh my God! I want to know. I want to know what second place is. Let, let's let's invest in number two. Yeah, what happened to them? <laughs> yeah, but that helped us get our agent. Then the whole thing started from there, and we you know did a couple, bunch of failed TV shows, then found Jokers, and then the rest is history. You know. How many failed TV? What do you mean? You, you had multiple failed TV shows? Yeah, a bunch of ones went from pilot and didn't get picked up for series. Like that's a wow. huge that's a huge step. Like so many pilots are made and just don't get make it to air. There's only a limited amount of time, you know. So. Yeah. But this is before the streamers. Like the streamers opened that all up, really, because you could you don't have to worry about time slots, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But back in the day, it was like, okay, we have this much hours in the day. What are we putting on <laughs> television? You know. It's scary to me how much because we were talking about how those submissions are just nowhere now. It's crazy to me how much media is just lost in between, like just basically pre YouTube, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Now that like I, I feel like post twenty ten, I know YouTube started in two thousand six. I feel like it really started like becoming like household 2009, 2010, 2011. 
and I feel like before that, like just things were never like kept. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, I, I'm like, for instance, I'm obsessed with animation. Like I'm a big cartoon nerd. You know what I mean? Um, so I just have a bunch of my favorite thing to get on. Like I just check, e- I literally check eBay every single day for it. Um, is VHS tapes that people recorded of like days of Nickelodeon from the early 2000s or Cartoon Network or stuff like that. Or even like Saturday morning cartoons? Do you go that deep? Do you go... Yeah, yeah. Because because it's not for the cartoons because the cartoons are like available through DVD and stuff like that. You know why? It's it's the commercials are like... I don't know. They're just nowhere to be found. You know what I mean? I have the coolest one I recently got. It's like an Ed and Eddie marathon. And it had a commercial for the first ever Reese's Puffs. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like it was like Reese's for breakfast. That's outrageous! Like, it's so funny to me. I'm like, dude, that is crazy because now everybody eats sugar all throughout the day and night. Right. <laughs> you know right. I mean? That's so cool. Yeah. Man. But did you do solo stand up like previously to this? No, or is this I like just started first? in January doing it, and uh, it's been it's been really awesome. I'm actually uh, really enjoying it. It's been it's totally different. You know, you're up there by yourself. When I toured with the guys, it was four of us. You know, I was only responsible for 25% of the funny, but now it's all yeah. eyes on me for an hour up there, which is, uh, it's been really good though. I really, really enjoy the whole thing. Cause I liked stand up growing up. I just never really did it. Um, yeah. and you know, I needed to think about a way to start, you know, having a livelihood and I was like, all right, what could I do here? And I was like, hmm, I could tour, I could do, you know, work the weekends and, and be, uh, <laughs> be home during the week. And, you know, so that, that started its, its own thing. And, People really, really took to it, really liked it, and I enjoyed it. So, you know, I just want, I like to make people laugh. I love being in front of people, make them forget all the bullshit in life and smile a little bit. So to be able to do that still has been great, you know. I, I have a question about stand-up. So, like, whenever whenever you, you, go, you go in there with a plan, right? It's not like, it doesn't just, like, whatever, right? But, like, do you ever deviate from the plan? Like, you'll, you'll just, like, think of something funny on the fly, and you want to deviate from the plan. Like, how often does that happen as compared to just staying on the plan? It depends on the on the comic. For me, that happens a lot because I'm I'm big into improv and I'm not afraid of like crowd work and like doing things. Like the other night, I was you know I was in Chicago, and one of my shows there was a, a woman who was sitting by herself in the front and at a table by herself. And I said to her, I said, "Oh, you're here by yourself?" And she said, "Yeah." She's like, "My mom's here." I said, "Where's your mom?" And she pointed to the back. She wasn't sitting with her mother. <laughs> and so I spent like. 15 minutes like talking to them i went and got the mother i jumped in the crowd i brought her up to the table i was like why aren't you sitting with your daughter you guys in a fight let's talk about it like we just started like doing all this stuff and i spent like 15 minutes just hanging out with the crowd and talking so i I do that but i have you know you have your bits you have your stuff that works and stuff that you worked on and written so you know some comics don't deviate at all some some people just do this people who just do straight up crowd work shows where all they do is talk to the crowd and come up with stuff you know I have, a, I have a buddy that's a comic, mm-hmm. and I've only gotten to see one of his shows ever. He doesn't ever he doesn't like it when people that he, that he knows goes to them and stuff. He, he was crushing, and then he did one where he kind of like fumbled over himself. You know what I mean? And uh, it was like an awkward pause, and then he just stopped. <laughs> and I I could ne- I'll never forget it. He pointed at some random guy in the crowd, and said, "You." You're the one that had sex with my wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> but he had never met the guy before. <laughs> but it was just the funniest thing I've seen in my entire life. It was so funny to me. You do, dude. Yeah, sure. Let me know, man. So where do you where do you live? You live in North Carolina? Yeah, I live in North Carolina right now. I'm down in West Virginia soon. I'm not down that way a lot. But I mean, you could check, you know, if anybody wants to see my, you know, it's my schedules are just in my, all my bios and my link tree. You can just take a look at my schedule. I didn't you know, get to that part of the Instagram and, yet. 
I might be close to you, yeah. So you should just come check me out. I would love, I would Dude, love to. I, I'm not afraid to have you come watch me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Is it, is it Cannoli Productions? Is that, is that Cannoli Productions. Right that's there? the name of my production company. It's named after my first dog, Cannoli. That's awesome. Um, He's coming to Florida. We should go, South now. Wait, yeah, I'm in Florida. I'm down in, uh, I'll be in Dania Beach, Fort Lauderdale, coming up in the end of June. End of June. Is Fort Lauderdale close to oh, I'm Googling. I'm Googling it. Don't worry. We have Google. <laughs> Neither of us are actually from the states we live in, so I... I don't even know what part of North Carolina I live in, if I'm being honest. I'm like, oh, it's Wait, like far So how do you not Charlotte. know where you live? Why are you in North Carolina then? I'm in North Carolina because uh, the YouTube channel Mr. Beast is in North Carolina. Got it. So that's where and you're down I there. work as a part of that, yeah. Because um, he grew up in North Carolina and just will not budge. Is he is he, is he a nice as nice as you as he everyone thinks he is, or does he have like a dark secret? <laughs> He has a super <laughs> That'd dark be awesome. secret. What if I just came out and I was like, that's it. You're like, Joe, Finally. I gotta tell you, I'm glad you asked him. Listen, this guy's a maniac. You gotta help me. Get me out. <laughs> you gotta help me. No, he's funny. He is so funny. I I, I like him. I love being a part of Mr. Beast. Um, and I, I, love wor- I love living around there. I like working with him. Mm-hmm. I love working with everybody that's a part of it because uh, is he's cultivated a whole group of people that do not mind tearing your stuff down if it's bad you know what i mean yep. just letting you know yep. you know like i love i need i hate being around a bunch of like yes men type people you know what i mean so i i just like being like being able to be like yo is this good and he's like to delete that right now like <laughs> you know what i mean They're like so i i mean like sapnap i'm sure you've experienced it there's been times where sapnap's come to town and I'll, he's like, I'll ask Jimmy, him to like watch it. Yeah, exactly. Video. Like, yeah, can you watch a video for me? And he's like, he's like, yeah. So basically, the whole first five minutes just just needs to disappear, and then after that, like probably the rest of it, like we could cut it in half. And I'm like, oh. Well, it's good when you like when you do that because there's a difference between yes men. There's a difference between people that tear you down. And there's just people like surround yourself with people that are as good or better than you help you in a way that just like it's not, you don't even have to try. It's kind of like osmosis. You know, you just you step your game up because you're like, okay, these good, these people bring out the best in you. And I think that's the mo- most important thing I've learned throughout my career is like, I just try to always surround myself. I-, I had this poster in my room growing up that my father gave me because I was a loser. I really didn't have many friends. And it was, it was with those, you know, those motivational posters like that had like, you know, like a rock and it said, you know, it's a strength to be able to like <laughs> withstand. I had, it was three fighter jets in the air and it just said, uh, it said winners surround themselves with winners. And, I, and it always stuck with me. And I said to my dad, I hadn't had any friends. And he was like, he's like, you just don't have any winners right now. So I, I spent a good like two years of my life just in my room writing, like not really having any friends. And that was some of the best decisions. Like I didn't run with the wrong crowd because there's a lot of that around me. I lived in a different part of Staten Island, which wasn't like there was some trouble to be had if you wanted to get into it. And it was just it was just interesting to have that. And I've always had that mentality and I try to always push that out there, you know. That is really cool. I love that. But I used to literally, my dad would come home from work and I had these encyclopedias and I would make him a test and he would come home from a long day at work and take these tests that I had spent all day making for him. Like he was such a good dude that way. He was like, he didn't what? care. Yeah. And we actually, my father and I game together. My father loved really? Nintendo. And uh, we, we used to play, uh, he used to love, my, my, for my 14th birthday, I think it was, my mom let me move the Nintendo in my bedroom. Ooh. So I had my NES in my bedroom. So I would fall asleep at like, you know, you know, 11 o'clock, I'd be asleep. And I'd wake up to my father playing my Nintendo and being like, shh, go to bed. <laughs> As he That's was playing awesome. Star Force on my own. <laughs> that, I love that. I love that. Do you still game a lot? Do you say? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. What's your favorite? What, what are you, what are you running? 
Right now, well, I I I I'm, have Xbox and and PlayStation, but you know, I, there's nothing really for me right now. But I just did pick up two things. I picked up Elden Ring, but I haven't played. I haven't started yet. And I picked up the Lego uh, Star Wars, and I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't cracked that open yet. So I have I have both of those, but I'm trying to finish a script right now, and I know I don't want to jump in until the script's done because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially Elden Ring. For the people that like Elden Ring, that game is like 300 hours. I've been wanting to start Elden Ring. I've been in such like a slump. Like I can't find any video games to play that I like recently. Yeah. Like it's just been. The video game scene sucks right now. Yeah, like I'm, I'm waiting on a. You know, I, my favorites are like you know the the gameplay like the Tomb Raider series, Uncharted, those kind of like gameplay like Assassin's Creed. Love that's Uncharted. my favorite. My favorite series is Assassin's Creed, but like I, I feel like there's nothing like that now, or even close to coming out right now like that. No, I, I'm dang. That is true. Wait, Sapnap, hit him with the question. All right, this is my Sapnap question that I always ask everyone. So far. Everyone sucked. No one's had a good answer. I'm hoping you can break that. Jeez, no no pressure, though. Hey, no pressure. Okay. A, do you believe in ghosts? And B, why? And C, do you have a ghost story? Because I just think ghost stories are so cool. Sapnap, hold on to your balls. I'm about to blow them off. Here we go. Ready? Oh. No. I have a story. I have a story for you. I, I, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say ghosts, but I have something that I can't explain away that happened to me yeah. when I was... 16 years old i had always had this recurring dream when i was growing up that i was on a ship that was a ghost ship with my two sisters and there was a ghost shark going around the thing and it was a ghost captain trying to throw me and my sister off it and i had to save me my sisters by jumping in the water and swimming across. And it was a recurring dream. It always happened. I jumped off. I'd swim to shore. I'd go. I'd, the shark would come right to the land, snap and miss me. I'd go under a guardrail. I'd turn and I'd see headlights from a car and I'd wake up. And I had that dream for about three years of my life from like 13 to 16. Okay. Wow. When I was 16 wow. years old, I'm sleeping over my friend's house. I'm down in his basement. I can't sleep. I'm rolling around. All of a sudden, I feel like weird. And we had sleeping in his basement, the two of us. It's pitch black. I open my eyes and I see by the bottom of his stairs, like this kind of like figure, right? Like greeny figure, right? Okay. I blink, it's gone. I close my eyes. I'm just laying there. And you know the thing when you feel like somebody's looking at you? I open my yeah, eyes yeah. And, I, and looking at me is what a, a face of a, of a man, like a green floating man. Jesus I Christ. wake I up, it. I scream. He turns the lights on. I call my parents. I go home. Okay. Wow. Two days later. I get hit by a car and I realized that the guy that I saw the face was the captain from the ghost ship. And two days later I turned and I saw headlights and I got hit by a cop car. Isn't that insane? That is, that, it's like ridiculous. Wait, what? You just got hit by a car? I got hit by a cop car. Yeah. I got hit by a car. I dove out of the way. It clipped my legs. Nothing happened to me. Thank God. Um, and that's, I, as soon as I got hit by the car, I, I, I put it together that the person that I saw when I opened my eyes was the captain from the ghost ship. That is crazy. That's wild. So, so do you believe that it was like, it was like a ghost or I don't, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. I can't explain it away. That was one, one story. I have a, one other story that was that I can't explain away either. Oh, this is awesome. I love this. This is awesome. This is exactly what Savnap wanted. Do you understand this? I cannot get enough of ghost stories. I remember even when I was like a little kid on the bus, even though these, these people were probably, is just other kids and they were just straight up lying to my face. I would never, could never get enough of them telling me ghost stories. I just, it's so, I don't know. I, I like being like 
having an eerie feeling. Like whenever I've, I've said this before on the podcast, but whenever I go, whenever I've gone to Carl's, we've sat and watched creepy pastas for hours in, in his like living room, and I, I just like I just think it's so cool. All right, fine. Tell me your other one. I'm ready. My other one was. I have when I lost my father. So my father passed away when I was like 18, 19 years old, and I'd always felt him with me. You know, I always felt it like, oh, you know, when something good happened or something happened, I got like, thanks, Dad. Like I always felt him with me, right? So there's one particular day I'm driving in Philadelphia. I was working in Philly, and I'm driving uh, to work, and I was cutting through a, um, I was cutting through a like parking lot of like a supermarket and whatnot, and there was a bunch of trees yeah. that lined in, in in the middle there. And as I'm driving, uh, my dad's favorite Sinatra song came on and on the radio. And I started listening. I got my feels a little bit about him. And I was just like, and I just said out loud, I was like, dad, I wish I could hug you. And I was looking at one of the trees for some reason. I looked and I focused on an acorn. There was just an acorn in the tree and it caught my attention. And as I'm driving, I'm going about 20 miles an hour with my windows down through the, through the uh, parking lot. The acorn I was looking at falls. I watched it. It bounces and comes into my window as I'm going 20 miles an hour and lands in the crook of my neck and I catch it as if when you hug somebody. You're kidding. In my what? neck. I still have the acorn. That's so crazy. And I caught it. That's and I bizarre. was like, And I was just like this and I felt like somebody was hugging me. That's awesome. Those are two stories for you about the super, that I can't explain away supernaturally kind of things. There is one thing that I can't explain away. What's that? Is Sapnap having a career? <laughs> he's the ghost. There he's the ghost to be of the internet. Supernatural about that. Every time I ask this, they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man. I don't have anything." And I'm like, "Oh, like, it's you're okay. going to be upset to hear this." I don't necessarily would say I believe in ghosts. No. Do I have a couple experiences that were like, "Oh, that's a little weird." Yes, those two were weird to me. For me, like, I don't believe in ghosts. Like, I, I like in my mind, I'm just like. I feel like I'm like a logical thinker kind of mm -hmm. whatever. I'm like, yeah, ghosts don't exist, but I will, you'll never catch me trying to provoke a ghost or cause I know people like my friend dream. He's like, yeah, man, I don't believe in ghosts. I'll play with the Ouija board. I don't give a shit. And I'm like, nah, nope. No, I'm not touching that thing. I've seen enough movies to see some creepy ass doll come out of the corner. Just like, hello, you want to play? Like, no, thank you. I'm good. Talking about creepy dolls. I have a friend that has a YouTube channel named Raka Raka and he is an absolute menace and he went to connecticut and he he got a bunch of people to work together to put 10 of the most haunted dolls in one place so he put together that that includes like the the doll that was ba that annabelle was based off mm -hmm. of and all of all of these different dolls right and um he ended up i swear to god buying one of japan's top three most haunted dolls and then Australia's most haunted dog. <laughs> how does how does that even get ranked? I, I I kid you not. He bought them from their owners, and brought them to L.A. when I was staying in L.A. for for something. And he just pulled him up and shook him in front of my face. He's like, "Dude, look at these!" <laughs> and they, man, they, yeah. I could not believe that he had the audacity to just walk into the same room as me, let alone shake them in front of my face so disrespectfully. <laughs> I had a meeting with the uh, production company in L.A. Uh, you know, a couple of years back, like five or six years ago. I was shopping around a, uh, a movie, and uh, we had a, I had a meeting with the people that produced the Annabelle movie. And so they had <clears throat> they had the Annabelle in the office. Jesus. The God. real one. And I saw it with my own eyeballs, and it was honestly one of the scariest things I'd ever seen in my life. And I knew it was just a prop doll. It was broad daylight. It was sitting just on a shelf. They had it on the shelf when you walked in, like in the waiting room. And it, it was the freakiest thing, dude, I had ever seen. Okay, well, hey, all right. You get you gave Sapnap's answer. I mean, a question, a good answer. 
I have one that I feel like is going to be less exciting now because usually mine is the more exciting one because people can't come up with a haunted uh, story. You're the backup. Yeah. But again, I've brought up that I'm a cartoon nerd and I want to know what your favorite cartoon of all time is. And that could include animated movie, anime, if you're into oh, that. I mean, hands down, or... you could stop. I mean, hands down, it's Looney Tunes for me. Looney Tunes for me was my, was my childhood. Was I, my I can life. see that. I feel like you're a living incarnation of a Looney Tune. I, I, I am. I'm a human Looney Tune. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, hands down for me, Looney Tunes. Like, And the most exciting thing for me now is that my kids are now Looney Tunes fans. My daughter's seven. My son is, is going to be five next in, next month. But they love Looney Tunes. And we rewatch the ones, like the OG ones. That I yeah. watched, and they love them and laugh as hard as I do about stuff. And I, I just, I just loved Looney Tunes growing up. I just thought it was so well done, you know. And it, it, proof's in the pudding, right? It's got staying power like anything, you know. As much as Disney, as much I would even say it has more staying power than Disney uh, Mickey Mouse because Mickey is not known for Mickey's original cartoons, right? Like Mickey is yeah, known yeah, as the mascot. He's known. They did yeah. a great job rebranding him. He's. I, I, I would say even Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. The kids show is more famous yeah. than the original Mickey was. Um, yeah. Just with I, that generation. I, 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 I agree. Know, yeah. The generation's growing up. Um, but Looney Tunes for me, for sure. I think, you know, Bugs Bunny, you know, Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner were always my favorites growing up. I love them. I, I, I can just imagine, like, you know, I don't even know how many years down the line. I have some, like, kids or something like that. And I and I show them my favorite things. I show them Hunter Hunter, and they don't like it. Like they're getting they're getting fucking grounded if they don't like that shit. It, you know, yeah, I'm, I'll blow, I'm gonna blow you, I'll blow your balls off again. Sap nap. Yeah. <laughs> my son, I have one of those stand up. So I for my house, I bought one of those stand up old school uh, arcade games that you could select. You know, Miss Pac Man, all that stuff. And my son yeah. and I. He he's five years old and he loves Dig Dug like I did growing up. So we played Dig Dug together. Oh, Dig Dug's awesome. Which is it's such a trip for me. Like he'll play it, I'll stand behind him and he'll play it and go and he's actually he's getting better and stuff and it's really good. But when he gets like freaked out, he's like, Go dad, go and I'll take it and stuff and it's one of my favorite activities to do with them. It's so cool. Before we get too far from the subject, on Instagram I follow this account named Looney Tunes Backgrounds and it really just posts a pa- a background from Looney Tunes like just about once a day. Uh, and then tells you what episode it's from and, and yada yada but it really like i follow it because it's just like so like it's like inspiring to me and I, I i love how like timeless it is it is so beautiful every single still it looks like so cool to me is it one word looney tunes backgrounds yeah yeah just straight up looney tunes backgrounds they they've amassed quite a following they have like one hundred and forty thousand followers oh they do yeah i'm in i'm following them they have one hundred forty thousand and one. you got to tell people to follow my instagram on this thing <laughs> Joe underscore Gatto. Yeah, there we go. That's me. Now 1.9 million and one. I'm trying to get over that 0.9, baby. I want that two up front. Yeah, get Mobilize your people to help me out, buddy. That that and YouTube subscribers. That's that's what I'm looking at right now. That's what I'm trying to do. So that's what, that's a good question. Is that like the direction you feel you want to go right now? Yeah, I mean, YouTube is just great because you don't have to worry about it. There's no barrier to entry. You put up what you want for people to, to find you and go. And, you know, that's, that's a big, big thing for me now, you know, for just to stay in... You know, I have such a fan base and I love, I love them. They're ravenous and I love to talk to them and interact with them. And I, I want to keep entertaining them. So, you know, I could make whatever I want, put it up on YouTube. People could watch it or, you know, Instagram, you know, I, I'm really enjoying reels. I love TikTok as a platform, to be honest. I think it's really TikTok fun and funny. Awesome. And I think this, as far as a collaboration goes, it's so easy to collaborate with people and, and things like that. You know, the messaging kind of is terrible, like trying to get in touch with people. 
if you want to like collaborate with somebody on a different like level, like you kind of use Twitter. I still think Twitter owns that. I think Twitter is the easiest way to get in touch with people. No, agreed, hundred percent. You know, so I think they all have their own thing. You know, Twitter, Twitter is there if you want to be stressed out all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I barely post on Twitter anymore. For like, it's it's just toxic. Yeah, I. It's funny to me because I had my main account, and then my main account was really getting big. Like, um. I went from October of 2019 having 30,000 followers to January of 2020 having over a million, I believe. Mm. And so it was like a really extremely quick b bump. Yeah. I don't know if that was 2019 or 2020, something like that. And then I was like, okay, I'll make a second account that I can kind of like just mess around on. And then the main account will be a little bit more serious. But now both of them, I look at like I, I can't mess around anymore. You know what I mean? And it's so funny because like they like that's like the whole point of Twitter is for you to just spout some nonsense and stuff. But I just like I don't know. I feel like I, I'm like always like so like nervous to even hit tweet. I'm like, oh, man, is this one going to perform good? I don't even know. Yeah. That's where ang the angry people go. They go to Twitter. The supportive community. Like I feel like TikTok is such a supportive community. It really is. I feel like even YouTube. YouTube is pretty really supportive, too. It's like a nice... I think what it is, I think with, with Twitter, it's not even necessarily just, just angry people. I think what it is, is you can very easily find like-mindedness there. Yeah. Right. right? Like, I, like I, I think you can very quickly form communities very quickly on Twitter. So like that could be in that negative sense though. You know what I mean? So that's why it's so easy for like, on, I think on Twitter, like it really is so easy for people to just like spam some like anger at each other, you know what I mean? And like really like start just some, some garbage. Yeah. I don't even mean but like, I, I don't even mean if then... it's directed towards you, but I mean, if you just look at your, uh, if you open Twitter versus opening your for you page on TikTok, and you just yeah. look at the content yeah. side by side, it's just people divisive, angry, or, you know, or, or getting into like political stances or anything like it's just, that's what that is right now. That's what Twitter is. And if you go, like, if you, you're trying to use social media as a distraction from all the bullshit that life is right now, like that's, that's where you go. Like that's what it's just, it's just a different experience for me on it. And it's there. It's like, seems like more positive people are like the comments even are like, good for you. This is so funny. Thanks for thanking this. Like people thank people for making content. Like, when's the last time somebody said thanks for, like, oh, that was a really funny tweet? Like, on Twitter back in the day, it's like, this really made me laugh out loud in real life. Thanks so much. Like, I would, I'd write that. And yeah. then now I'd be like, oh, you, this person, oh, really? And it's like... Part of me is, like, talking all that nonsense. And then part of me, like, during this recording, just checked Twitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, just, yeah. I feel oh, like you're yeah. always locked in, you know? Dude, I wish I knew I was going to New York sooner because we should have met up. That would have been so fun. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're here for a couple more days so if we make something happen. But if not, like, I'm down in Florida. Honestly, check my tour schedule and let me know if I'm near you anywhere and you totally come out. We'll hang. I will. Are you are you a Rangers guy? I love New York, man. I'm very happy with what's going on with them right now, man. New York as a whole is just, as a, like, as a city, is just winning in sports. Like, it's ridiculous. My grandpa, when he died, my, my on my mom's side, he was, like, he asked to be buried in his Giants jacket, and I'm pretty sure Yankees t-shirt. Like, he's just, he was a diehard, like, that was it. You know what I mean? Like, he, he was he was just obsessed with with all of that. Yeah. So it's fun. I, I'm literally not allowed to pick anything else, but no. yeah. <laughs> so you're going to, you're going to the game. I want to go to the Rangers game. I think, it, I think it'd be crazy. I went to a playoff. I went to a playoff game. Uh, it was the round before that about like five or six years ago, maybe. And really? they won, they scored to take the lead at like 
30 seconds left in the third third period or whatever and period, yeah. the play it's the loudest i've ever heard any place in the, in the world the, the garden basically the roof felt like it was coming off it, the place was shaking i was like holy cow <laughs> it was nuts man so to see to see a game so there cool. is going to be nuts yeah i think hockey games are just so entertaining to be at like physically yeah. i think um Hockey and baseball is much more fun to watch in person. Yeah, I just went to a Cubs game when I played Chicago. I was down at Wrigley Field. That was pretty cool. It's the experience, right? Like, you get some food, you hang out, you get to yell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get to yell at people. <laughs> you high-five strangers. Like, it's fun, you know? That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure. But before you go, I need to talk about one other person. It's Bark I Love, who gave five stars to the Banter Podcast on Apple, saying... Never listened to podcasts before, but y'all, this is amazing. Plus, these are my favorite streamers, so I 100% recommend listening to this. Love yes. this, Carl and Sabnap. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Bark I love. If you want a chance to get shout out, you can always give five stars to us on either Apple or Spotify. That's the best way to support either of us. But enough about us because Joe Gatto, the beautiful, beautiful guest, where can they support you? Uh, they could hit up my, uh, definitely follow me on Instagram and my link tree's got everything on there. So it's at Joe underscore Gatto and my link tree's got everything you could find about me and definitely my YouTube channels on there as well. Listen to my podcast, Two Cool Moms. Um, you guys are pretty cool ants. Maybe we'll have you on. For <laughs> yeah, dude, I, hey, if you guys would, yeah. I, I'd I, love I, to be. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, you know, follow me uh, on Instagram and of course come out and see me live on tour. I'm, and a lot of cities, there's tickets available, and you can find all that information on any of my bios. This has been such a such an awesome... First of all, it's been a long time coming. For sure. And it's it's been such an awesome, uh, just a genuine treat for us. So I really appreciate you guys it. Are, you guys are really cool. I appreciate you, Carl. You've always been a gentleman and scholar, dude. It's uh, so nice talking to you and seeing you again. <laughs> scholar, you're the first person <laughs> on the planet to call me a scholar, no, but I'll take it. You're a sneaky scholar. Like, you play dumb, but you know you got that young kid voice. But we know. There's a lot going on upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate you're plotting it. it. All right. Sweet. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Cool. Now we can stop recording. <laughs> I'll click the button, I'll click, I'll click the button. Click it.